0: what's up you guys welcome back to me tv reviews i am your host mo and today we will be discussing american horror story season 11 episode 5 titled bad fortune oh my god you guys this episode was really good <sighs> i'm curious to to see what you guys thought about this episode I really do miss y'all, and I'm so sorry that I've been away for so long. It feels like my day is not complete or my week ain't complete, y'all, if I don't talk to y'all. Ooh! Anyway, I hope everybody is having a really good week. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started, okay? So we see Mrs. Pizzazz, and she's watching somebody impersonate her doing her performance, right? And so she pulls him to the side after he gets finished a little bit and lets him know. That whatever tips he makes are his to keep okay so it does sound like she was listening to Gino's threats after all about exposing her ass and so then the bartender tells her that she's got a phone call and whatever it is honey she is astounded and so then we see Fran and Fran is walking home from the grocery store when she sees this tarot house right and so she goes in to possibly have a fortune told mm, nope not quite She actually goes in because she noticed the help wanted sign outside. And so Mrs. Bazazz tells her that not one, but both, okay, both of her fortune tellers quit on her in the same damn week. Shout out to Future. And so if she's interested, there's a position open from 10 to 3 a.m. Because all the boys just love to come in, okay, and have their fortune sold after they done got got full of that good, good juice. Okay, and so then she hints that the uptick in disappearances and killings might also be the primary source of the influx as well. Either way, honey, Fran don't care. Okay, she don't care about the number of people she's seeing tonight, honey. She just want a job. She just want to work. She just want to be employed. Can we just put Fran on a bullhorn and just ride her around, honey? Because with all these help wanted signs, can we get some people that just walking down the street and just go in and go get a job? okay like the rest of us working but anyway i digress and so um miss pizzazz was just like okay cool i'm gonna give you this application okay i'm gonna give you this deck of tarot cards okay you're gonna go home and you're gonna study them okay and then when you come back tomorrow have a decent knowledge of how that work how to read them and then you got the job it's all yours and so Fran was like bitch what Mm -mm. not today not now i'm not ready And so she was like, all right, you want a job? You better be ready. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bye. So then y'all, before Fran leaves, she was like, well, don't you want to know if I'm psychic or not? And she was just like, I already know you ain't psychic. Okay. They don't exist. If they did, they would be millionaires already. I mean, like, (laughs) that is a really good question, y'all. Like for people who seem to be able to tap into the future and and be clairvoyant and listen i'm very spiritual okay and i know it's some people that can see over to the other side and get in contact with people like that i'm just curious as to why god ain't gave nobody the ability to get these winning lottery numbers (laughs) i'm just saying like (laughs) maybe i need to put that on my christmas list god can you please just um can you make me psychic just for a day so i can get the win the lottery numbers and just you know bless all a bunch of people by you blessing me thank you so anyway <laughs> i'm just saying and so um she she tells her that uh Psychics are just around for entertainment purposes, honey, and tells her that under no circumstances, okay, because she came back, is the customer to leave feeling worse than when they came in. And so she gives her a few examples, okay? And so she was like, they need a reason to get up in the morning, so why not let them feel that, okay? People want to feel good when they wake up in the morning, so if they come in here, you are supposed to make them feel better than, than what they felt before they came in, Okay. And so, um, she tells her that she'll see her tomorrow. And so, she's on the phone with her friend, right, from the clinic. And as she's telling her about this new job opportunity, her friend is scratching her back. Like, she just going in on her back. Like, yeah, she going in. And so, she, ha- y'all, she got that same rash. And it's all over her back. It's bad, y'all. And so... As she's scratching her back, honey, her friend is like, okay, ooh, maybe you can come over, okay? And let me tell them clothes off of you. And Fran was like, nah, boo, I got to work, okay? I got to study. And then I got to get up early in the morning, okay? So she was like, well, maybe I'll come over in the morning before I go to work and say hi, but not tonight, okay? Because it's going to be a long night if I come over there. And so Fran wakes up right in the dead of night due to police sirens and they're blaring, y'all. And so as she gets up to look out the window she sees big daddy bane right across from her in the building next to her Oh my gosh Okay y'all so do y'all feel like sometimes big daddy bane might be like a um a vision or a premonition or something or do you think that he just exists all the time when people see him I don't I don't Mm. i don't know or can two things exist and be true at the same time i think they can i think both of them can exist at the same time and be true all right so anyway so hannah is walking with adam right and we find out that she is expecting and y'all guess what guess who the sperm donor is adam i i would have never thunk it so y'all she's super excited and she tells him that she doesn't understand why we make all this fuss about being pregnant honey she must not be far far long enough because baby (laughs) give it some time it's coming and so she asked him what he thinks the sex would be right and as she's asking him this question, they just happen to be passing the tarot house. And although she doesn't believe in that type of stuff, she'll bite the bait this time. Because Adam is just like, come on, man, let's go. Like, you know, let's let's have a little bit of fun. And so when they walk in, y'all, they surprised to see Fran sitting there, okay? And so Fran suggests that, "Oh shoot, maybe it's fate that we were brought back together. And so Hannah was just like, girl, bye. (laughs) And so Adam tells her that maybe they should leave. But Fran tells her that she's with child. Well, of course, Captain Obvious, I'm with child. I'm showing. But the question she really wants answered, Fran can tell her. That's what Fran says, okay? So Hannah relents and tells her one card, one chance. That's all you get. So Fran tells her to hold that thought, okay, whatever she's thinking about, whatever the question is, hold that thought, hold that energy, okay, and as she does that, she starts to cut the cards, and then she pulls the Queen of Pentacles, right, and Fran tells her that the Pentacles are connected to the earth, so this is a good thing, right, but when she said it, it was was literally just how, like I said it, that's a good thing, right, (laughs) So maybe Fran still needs a little bit more adjusting to the cards, okay? And so then she pulls the Ten of Swords, right? And she looks um she looks that card up in the book, and I'm not sure if she found something bad for that one or not. But either way, she moves on to the next card, and so the next card is the Empress. And so she was like, "Okay, cool. Like this deck is getting better and better, right?" And so she tells her that the Empress is connected to feminine energy. And then she asks Hannah, has she been wishing for a daughter? To which Hannah maybe lies and tells her that she wasn't quite sure. Girl, I think you were looking for a daughter, honey. You want somebody to be strong and smart and intelligent and beautiful like you. Okay. Yep. And so then, um, Fran lets her know, like Miss Cleo, honey, the cards never lie. That was supposed to be my impersonation Miss Cleo. Rest in peace to Miss Cleo. Y'all remember her? If you don't, honey, and you were not a part of the 90s, Miss Cleo, baby, she used to come on in the middle of the night with a call oh, me now. <laughs> that one was better. <laughs> anyway, she was the psychic of our time, the televised psychic of our time, okay? <laughs> But anyway, enough of Miss Cleo, honey, and her opening up all these doors for all these other psychic mediums that then came through. So she was just like, okay, and for the low, low price of $10, okay, she can tell them the answer to anything that they want to know. And Adam was just like, uh, okay, yep, nope, it's time for us to go. But Hannah was like, uh-uh, nope, you done dragged me in here. Let's go ahead and do it. It's your turn. And so after all that, you know, because he was the one, like I said, that wanted to come in there in the first place. And so he was just, okay, cool, whatever, fine. And so he puts a tenner in a tip jar. So she lets him cut the deck just like she let Hannah cut the deck. And he's telling her that he recently had lost his friend, okay? And he's not sure if he's dead or he recently had lost a friend. So he lost Hans. And he's not sure if his other friend is dead or just missing And so he wants to know where his friend stands. And so she turns over the card of death. And so she tries to hurry up and explain that the card of death doesn't necessarily mean literal death. It could just mean the end of one phase, which I totally get that, okay? And the beginning of another. But Adam is out, okay? He no longer wants to participate. So, okay, since you out... Let's go back over to Hannah. So, that's what she does, right? And so, I don't know why she didn't let her um, cut the cards again. Because it seems like Hannah's first deck was very good. And this one was very shitty. (laughs) I'm just going to say it like it is. Okay? So, she let Hannah flip over the next card. And it's death again. What are the chances of that? Because usually there's only one death card that comes in a pack, y'all. She only got one deck of cards. And it's only one death card that's supposed to be in there. So how in the hell did she end up with two? Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't like it. So she flips the third card and it's definitely time to go okay because you probably already guessed what it is it's death again the third time in a row you know what they say about them threes so it's obviously some really bad juju following them around right so adam gets upset with her for making hannah upset and then he flips the deck of cards and all the cards in the deck have now turned to bad omens, y'all they just land on the floor they just land everywhere okay I ain't gonna lie y'all I would be hella freaked out just like Adam okay okay random question y'all have y'all ever had your fortune told I've always wanted to go do that like I've called the psychic hotline and some of that stuff she said was true but maybe that's just like a general I, I don't know but if you've ever had your fortune told let me know what your psychic told you okay and if it ever came true so we see Patrick Patrick's ex-wife right Barbara she's washing her face and y'all she just does not look good at all like she looked like she just got through throwing up in the bathroom so she i don't want to thank this y'all but it's barbara pregnant i don't know we're gonna find out so she cleans up okay and then she heads back out and we see that patrick and their attorneys are waiting on her and so she tells them It must have been some bad sushi or something, but whatever it is, she's been able, you you know, she's not been able to keep anything down for a few weeks. Y'all, I think that just confirms that she's pregnant. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. And so he ends up signing the papers, right? When it's her turn, we can see from her POV, her point of view, that her vision gets very blurry, right? And his voice gets muffled. And so, she's it's, it seems like almost like she's having tunnel vision or something. You know, like when you kind of zone out a little bit, and you can only focus on one thing and specific, well, specifically. And so, she asked him for a moment alone, right? She, she wants to be by herself with him. And so, he wants her to basically quit cock blocking. Like, go ahead and sign these damn papers so me and you both can be free, okay? We can still be friends after this, but... I really just need you to sign these papers so I can be free, okay? And be with my man. (laughs) And so um when it's when it's her turn to sign the papers, y'all, she passes out. Like just collapsed right there. Boom. And so when she wakes up, she wakes up in the hospital and so she apologizes, like I said, for passing out. And then he excuses it by saying, you know, he pushed her way too hard, like she was under too much pressure, like it was all him, she's good. Anyway, she asked him for a favor, and she tells him that she had recently got a dog, right, and so she needs him to go over and feed the dog, and clean up whatever mess that he's made. And so, he was like, Shh, all right. <laughs> Like, he don't want to go, okay? But because they're friends, in quotations, okay? They're still going to be there for each other. Did she sign the papers? Yeah, she signed the papers. Okay, never mind. So, he shows up to the house, and the dog is barking, right? Okay, but Patrick soon realizes that the dog is barking at something or someone else in the house. And so, he puts the dog in a safe spot, right? He pulls his weapon and announces himself, and he gets close up on this closet, Just then, y'all, Big Daddy Bane jumps out and starts putting a real hurting on Patrick, okay? So now, his ass finna have to go to the hospital in a minute messing around with her because she in the hospital. (laughs) And so, so then he starts to fondle him, right? Just a little bit after he done put this whipping on him, he starts to fondle him a little bit like he want to take things the other way, right? And Patrick ain't finna play. He ain't finna play the bottom tonight, okay? He he is not finna play that position tonight. And so he starts to fight back. But Big Daddy Bane ends up overpowering him again, right? And toss him across the dining room table like he's just day's trash. Get that shit out of here. And so then he comes over and hovers over him, right? Y'all, what's gonna happen to Patrick? Did he kidnap him or something? I don't know, y'all. This ain't good. This the second time he done ran into this man. So, I don't know. So, no, Big Daddy Bang didn't kidnap him. That would have been so much fun, right, y'all? This episode could have took a, <laughs> a way more darker turn, but maybe that's just in my head. So, Patrick is recounting his attacks to at his partner, right? And his partner ends up bringing, bringing it up, like I did, that that was the second time that Big Daddy Bang done ran up on him, right? And two of the other officers in the room started snickering, right? And so Patrick was like, what y'all laughing at? And he tells him to go wait in the car. Go go sit your ass in the car. <laughs> and so McKay, he asked Patrick, you know, what's the real situation with Big Daddy Bane? Letting it be known that he's in the loop about his partner, right? And Patrick swears the day that he shot him in the park was his first time seeing him. Okay, I don't know that man like it. So Patrick's wondering how in the world did Big Daddy Bane even know that he was... You know, he was coming to Barb's house. And if he was there, was he waiting on him? Or was he waiting on her? Y'all, did Barb set him up? Y'all think Barb set him up? It's, it's a whole bunch of stuff going on in my head. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> or oh, was he waiting on Barb? Anyway. <clears throat> so, y'all, me and his partner are thinking the same thing, honey, because... He asked "Did Barb know that he was coming. And he was like, yeah, she knew I was coming. But Patrick insists that she had nothing to do with it, okay? he She didn't set him up for the kill. And that Big Daddy Bane came over for him specifically. And he doesn't have plans to stop anytime soon. So, I don't know, y'all. Y'all think Patrick right about that? You think Big Daddy Bane is just hunting for Patrick himself specifically now? I don't know. We gonna find out. So Adam is meeting with Hannah at the doctor's office for her four-month checkup. Y'all, she sprouted up real quick, didn't she? And so he's talking to the receptionist as she walks him back to them, right? And so as they walk past one of the employees, he says, Hello, Diane. And she politely replies, Hello, Mr. Whiteley." Wait, what? Mr. Whiteley? <laughs> he works at the doctor's office? Y'all, that explains why he got them drugs at his ready disposal. Y'all know that, right? And so she goes into the room and, um, you know, she introduces Adam or whatever to the doctor. And the doctor is telling him that they have a very healthy baby. But Hannah's also ordered some extensive blood testing. And so then he leaves to go grab the results, right? And so when he goes to get the results, Hannah gets upset because the doctor at that point when Adam came in was no longer talking to her. He was talking to Adam like he's the one carrying around, okay, the easy bake womb, okay? (laughs) I'm the one that got the baby growing inside me, okay? Not him. Talk to me. Not him. Y'all, that's probably why she just wanted a donor in the first place. She's all about feminine energy. So, yeah, maybe. I don't know. So then he asked her, what's up with all the blood work? And so she excuses it by saying that she had a nightmare that she gave birth to something with tentacles. What the hell? But y'all, I really think that she also wanted to get it done because he is a man, okay, that she literally just met not too long ago because they, they really just met like last week. No, I'm just kidding. Like two two three weeks ago, maybe. I don't know, you know, I don't know how long the time span is between the episodes, but it seems like she literally just met him not too long ago. And you asking him to be a sperm donor? Like, did you get history? Like, familial history? It's a whole bunch to that. So, whatever. She like it. I love it. Okay. Okay. So the doctor comes back in and he gives uh, them the news that nothing remarkable is showing up on her results, okay? Aside from a slightly lower red count. But it's nothing to be alarmed about, okay? It's probably just a slight case of anemia, okay? No big deal. We'll get you some iron pills. We'll get you a little bit of blood if you need it. All right, we good. So they'll set up the appointment to run some more additional tests and get it squared away. All right, so after the doctor leaves, She confides in Adam that the results um, from a lot of the victims from the arson attack actually too had lower red counts, including himself, he says. And so then she goes on to explain that she thought that the samples might have been corrupted to some degree or if she's not sure if everybody's samples have been corrupted or if everyone's immune systems have been compromised. And so she was running more tests on them, right? But then he asked her a really good question and was just like, okay, if the results that she got were based off the arson attack, why would she be having the same issue that they're having because she wasn't there? That's a really good question, y'all. I don't know. You think she done got infected too? Probably. So Patrick and Barbara going back to her house, like he's, he's walking her back to her house after she got released from the hospital, right? And so when they go in, she actually sees the damage that um, Patrick had running into Big Daddy Bane, right? And so um, she just starts questioning herself like, okay, was he here for you or was he actually here to hurt me? That's a really valid question. And so he tells her, you know, I don't know. But either way, it's not safe. You need to pack some clothes and I can take you to a hotel or to your sister's. And she tells him that she just wants to stay at home. Now, I know Big Daddy Bunny's supposed to be going after them. But, honey, ain't nothing like sleeping in your own bed after you've been in the hospital for a while, okay? I will say that. But given the circumstances, girl, you better get the hell up out of there, okay? And so she tells him that she ain't going nowhere. And besides, didn't you say that there would be a cruiser right outside the building? And he was like, yeah. She was like, okay, well, I'm good. Like, we ain't gonna worry about it. No more discussion needed. (sighs) Do y'all have a bad feeling about this just like I do? Okay? We are gonna see what happened in just a little bit. Meanwhile, Theo and Adam are walking in the neighborhood. And Adam is telling him about Hannah's doctor visit, right? And Theo is just like, um... Is there something that we need to be worried about? And Adam gets cute with them. And he was like, the only thing that you need to be worried about is saving room for dinner. Y'all, they are so cute. (laughs) They cute and all that. And um, Theo tells him, hey, look, I got a surprise for you. And so he brings Adam back to the tarot reader spot, right? And he's intrigued and wants to see her in action himself, right? Because I guess apparently Adam had maybe told him about what happened at the tarot house the other day. And so he asked to get a reading done. And they go through the the usual ritual about keeping a question in your head, keeping that energy there, cutting the cards, um, and all of that, right? But this time, Fran says that she's going to do a dual reading for them. Okay, girl, you done got real fancy, okay? You said you didn't know them cards like a day ago. And now you back and you want to do double readings at the same time? Okay, girl. Okay, Fran. (laughs) so she cuts the cards go through she goes through all of that right and so it's theo's turn so theo gets the judgment card and she tells him that it could mean some self-evaluation okay it's going to be coming up really soon you're going to have to look within thine self okay And, and fix some shit right maybe and so the next card she flips over is the devil hmm And y'all, when I saw that card, I immediately thought, son of Sam. I don't know why. I just, I really don't. (laughs) I wonder if he did too, okay? Does he show that? Mm, Yeah. Anyway, but he's actually referring to himself as the devil. But she says that that's not necessarily a bad thing, okay? Because the devil can be playful and fun too. But he represents the questioning of all things intellectual either way. So, maybe good, maybe not. And so, she then flips over his third card. And the third card is the death card. And when she flips it over, y'all, the table starts to freaking shake. Oh, hell no. Nope. Mm -mm. It's time to go. Like, right now, like... Two seconds ago, we should have been out of here. So Adam asks her, who's going to die? And she replies, you. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. That was awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so, obviously, it's another hallucination because she... T- <laughs> it's another hallucination, y'all, okay? and so she tells him to calm down right and lets him know that it's just the subway it's literally right under their feet okay well what about the voice he asks, what voice what are you talking about nobody heard this voice but you right and so fran offers to get a new deck of cards but i think he would get the card every time okay in spite of the cards being renewed shuffled thrown out the window we go into the store to go buy another pack like i think that's what it is at this point okay that is your fate okay and so adam just ends up booking it the fuck out of there okay him and those damn premonitions he better tell theo what's happening to him if he haven't already so y'all i'm so sorry i got a really good giggle i'm gonna get it together so Adam is at the office and Gino comes in and he tells him all about his flea problem that ended up landing him in the hospital, right? And so Gino asks Adam how he's been holding up. And Adam tells him all about, you know, friends' avenues of work and his experience with her while she's been working at the Tarot House. And so he tells Gino that although he doesn't think she's psychic, she's got a very weird way of connecting with one's fears, right? And so Gino thinks that it's all a scam, but what if Fran may be actually onto something? Okay. Speaking of Fran, Gino comes to visit her and runs into Mrs. Pizzazz while there. And although she tries to hype Fran up, he was like, "Bish, I'm not one to be played." Okay, by Fran. Okay, I don't want her. I know her very well, and I know she's probably not psychic. Okay. And as for you, talking to Miss Pizzazz. You talk a really good game about caring about the community, but here you are, capitalizing off of people's pain for a little piece of change. Y'all like how I did that? And so she tells them that she can run whatever business she damn well pleases, okay? Her places of business are those of a holistic type of vibe, okay? You get you get all of your uh, feel here, okay? And so she tells them to just find out for yourself. Sit down and have a reading. And so he hesitates for a second because, y'all, he probably ain't had nobody boss boss up on him like that in a long minute, okay? And so it probably took him aback for a second. But what's the worst that could happen? And so she tells friend to go to lunch, okay? She gonna take this one. She got this one, okay? So she tells him the fate of the cards is in his hand as he cuts the deck. And so the first card is the judgment card. All right, we already know what that means the second one is the devil and i mean if you're pretty good at patterns you already know what the next one is the third one is death just like adam and theo's reading and so she apologizes to him and tells him to shuffle the cards again okay and turn them over himself this time so we know that it's legit Okay, so he does exactly what she says and he gets the exact same cards. So instead of the the table shaking like the last time with Adam and Theo, y'all know how like when the light bulb does like the super wide thing before it goes out, that's exactly what happened in this case. So now all they have are like these candles just all around the place, like they're finna get ready to do the seance, right? So she ends up telling him that he's an angry man. And that his life is spinning out of control and he knows it. And so he tries to tell himself that all of this pent-up anger that he has is due to the state of the world currently. But just like I said earlier, he's angry because he knows that he's dying. And so is everyone around him. And there's nothing that he can do about it. She can smell it on him. The death the decay and the fact that it's sucking in everything around them and although he puts on this superman bravado like he wants to save everyone deep down he's just as scared as everyone else is because he doesn't know what to do at this point she also tells him that he wants to be loved so badly but he doesn't have the soul to receive it damn she read that man (laughs) So then she tells him to turn around, and behind him is the angel of death, y'all. Asking, should she kiss him? What the fuck? <laughs> and so obviously he is spooked out of his mind, right? Rightfully so. And so he leaps from the chair, yelling, "No, no, 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 no! no. That's just an illusion. It's just an illusion. It's not real." And so she lets him know that the only illusion he has is that of thinking that he can escape his fate, but he cannot run from destiny just like anyone else. And so, y'all, he tried to bring Patrick into the mix, and she was like, honey, you don't need to be worried about nobody else's mess but your own, but, oh, no need to worry about him, too, because guess what? He's dying also, okay? And so then he hurries up and grabs his bag, and he leaves, all right? So my question is... Gino, do you now think that what Adam told you about the whole card reading thing, because it ain't just Fran, because he didn't get read by Fran, he got read by Miss Pizzazz. So do you think that there's any validity to what Adam was trying to tell him at this point? So we see this montage of Gino and Barbara, and they're both taking some nice soothing hot baths, you know, and showers and Gino is looking at his lymph node while Barbara is eyeing Patrick while he shaves his face. Y'all, why in the hell is Patrick still there? Go home, Patrick! I used to say on, (laughs) uh... Go home, Roger! (laughs) Anyway, the 90s. (laughs) So Patrick catches Barbara eyeing him, right? While she's getting the engine warmed up, if you know what I mean, in the shower. Meanwhile gino goes to look for something in his medicine cabinet right and when he closes the door to the medicine cabinet he sees big daddy bane oh my god y'all is he behind him or is this one of those premonitions again i don't know so when he turns around though he's not there so obviously it's got to be like a premonition i don't know at this point y'all y'all tell me what y'all think about that part meanwhile barbara's still like self-stimulating herself in the shower okay we all know what that means (laughs) when big daddy bane actually comes up behind her and covers her nose and her mouth all the while y'all patrick is still right there like still shaving his face in the damn mirror oh my god y'all This is crazy. So, Gino is still, like, looking over his body, right? And he notices, like, there's this big dark spot on his shoulder. What's that? Is that, like... (sighs) It's death, y'all. It's death. It's starting to show on the skin. Okay, y'all. So, Barbara must have been fantasizing. And I, I realized that she must have been fantasizing or reminiscing or something, though. Because... In reality, we see Patrick come knocking on her door, right? But she doesn't answer. She doesn't need to, though, because the door is unlocked. So he goes in and he finds her in the bathroom slumped against the wall, unresponsive. So he goes to check for a post, but of course he can't find one. And now he is heartbroken, pissed, just all of these emotions that you can think of. And he storms outside and gets into it with the officer sitting. as her detail. And so they go back and forth between him breaking down and Gino being in the bed consoling him, right? And as Gino is consoling him, he slots his shirt to the side just a little bit. But when he does... We see that same dark spot on Patrick too, y'all. Damn you, Miss Pizzazz! <laughs> oh man, she's right, y'all. This gonna get ugly real quick. Meanwhile, the Montauk killer is tending to his latest victims, Daniel and Cameron, right? And so he tells them that the sedative should be kicking in about now, and he tries to let them know that, hey this could be worse, you guys. (laughs) Like, this isn't so bad. (laughs) And their deaths, you know, could just be for naught, okay? But there's a bigger purpose at hand, okay? It's about giving their lives meaning. It's about being a part of something much bigger and more important than just themselves. (sighs) Perspective. So he mentions that the Pride Parade is now just two weeks away, and that the city swears that it's got outstretched hands for all of his gay citizens while he's talking, we can see that Cameron is trying to reach for one of the many weapons that lay on a tray close by, right? So while my, my tie is saying this year the parade will be about honesty, and um, he shows them his creation of a man that's hanging, like, from this chain crucifix, y'all, it is creepy as crap and so he tells them that he's almost ready but he's missing two important parts the seat of the soul and the heat of the loins and then he looks at both of them and says decisions decisions as the guys have no choice but to look on an absolute horror oh my gosh y'all that damn my Tai Killer boy. <laughs> it's so much going on at once. It's a lot, y'all, but I love it. I love that it's not boring. I love that they have more than one serial killer. Like, this is perfect. This is keeping me entertained. That's how the episode ends, you guys. Please let me know what you think. Um, tell all your people about me, except for your grandparents, because... My mouth is just not where it needs to be. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to get there eventually, but I don't think it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be anytime soon, so my apologies, you guys. <laughs> um, I love y'all. Thank you guys for listening to me. So, okay, y'all. We are so close to 300. Y'all, this this podcast has come so far. I really do appreciate each and every one of you guys for listening. Please continue to spread the word about me. Uh, My goal is to get us to 500 by Christmas or by the end of the year. By the end of the year. We can do it. We can do it. I need to do some stuff on my part. Y'all, please continue to hold me accountable. Um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to add some more shows. If you have any recommendations, please let me know as long as they are good. If they're not, then I might still watch them behind the scenes, but I might just not review them. Sorry, guys. Um, But let me know suggestions let me know what you think about this episode you can reach me at my tv reviews podcast without the s on the end at gmail.com you can also reach me at me and you tv reviews on facebook and on instagram shout out your girl all right come find me and i will see you guys soon so until we meet over the airwaves again i am mo and i will talk to you guys soon bye